0: This is A Sound Purchase A podcast that does a deep dive to explore iconic recordings Episode 14 Poppy's 2020 release, I Disagree
1: I think I I watched her original like five years ago, her YouTube videos hmm. um, when she was doing I'm Papi, I'm Papi, I'm Papi.
2: Or like eating the um, candy floss.
1: Yeah, all just that stuff. Do, yeah. And I, I I kind of, I think at the time I was like, oh, this is just stupid and a bit, bit pretentious or, or whatever you want to say. Um, and I kind of just like just got off it because I didn't really like the, the music that went along with it either. Um, kind of bubblegum pop stuff. But then I, hmm. but then it was only until sort of beginning of this year where I, weirdly saw a reddit thread or something and it 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 kind of drew me into the conspiracy of it all and her story and the character which i think to me personally is like 80% of the reason i like the artist um mm. is mm. is the character and the stories and stuff um so then i kind of rewatched those old videos and i think they're like really great it's like her like holding up like Dr. Pepper cans and just show to camera. And it's kind of like a comment on YouTube culture and all, all, all this, you know, ma- monetization of everything. So I thought, Oh, maybe this has actually got more credit than I thought it did. Um, and then, yeah, obviously that, that just kind of naturally led me to her, her songs and albums. Um, and, and when I first heard, like, cause I wasn't long for the ride of her progression as an artist. So when I just yeah. sort of strangely went off and found like one of her songs, which is like this doom metal thing, I was like, ha. <laughs> what yeah, what yeah. is this
2: thing uh and then yeah i just i i love it <laughs> i really love it <laughs> yeah i mean no, sending I me so. a copy of uh you sent me the link to a scary mask and like it's a magnum opus it's the it, best it, thing it, she's ever done it
1: really is yeah <laughs> and it's not even on her album the heavy no. metal album but um it's just so it's just so eclectic and fun and s- not stupid, I don't mean that derogatively, I mean, I mean that kind of, it's just fun. I will, I will just preface mm. all of this conversation just by saying that it is also a little bit tarred by the abuse allocations, which are, you know, it doesn't, yeah. it, it's, you can't not think about that because it was such a collaboration, you mm. know, it really was a double act. He was the off-screen kind of puppet master, mm. and she was
2: literally well, a we'll, puppet. <laughs> we'll
0: get into there, we'll get into there a lot further down. Uh, Jake.
2: Yes. Uh, how do Uh, do what? What? Hanson.
0: He's so hot right now. Hanson. So hot right now. (laughs) Hanson. We haven't done that in years. (laughs) Okay, so true friend of the show, Brendan, is joining us today. Welcome, Brendan.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Brendan is the singer-keys guitar songwriter for UK-based synth power pop band Comfort.
1: That's me. Power pop, that's good. Mm. Tell me nothing, tell me something. All my people on an
3: aeroplane. Let's fly.
0: Okay, so context. I disagree is the third album released by YouTuber Poppy. I've had a big go at kids in my school and my class because of their adoration for YouTubers. Just as recently as actually Friday where <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a group telling me that the Wiggles suck and the Kardashians <laughs> is where it's at. Wow. <laughs> So, I went I mean, on a massive rant destroying the Kardashians, basically claiming that they are ground zero for everything that's wrong with the planet.
2: Sure. But we still have yeah. no documented evidence for the Wiggles not sucking, but we are working on it.
0: <laughs> the Wiggles earn roughly 30 million a year and entertain kids worldwide. That's doesn't, pretty awesome. Doesn't wow. make it
2: good, but <laughs>
0: okay. It's fantastic. <laughs> it is fantastic. But anyway. Poppy is a YouTuber. She's been described by the Guardian as both an alien and a cult leader. Two of things that I actually quite strongly agree with More the more I get to learn about her because she, as as Brendan was saying earlier, she has garnered this cult following of people that have bought into this idea and this narrative that she is an android, and I find that really fascinating.
1: Yeah. I I. I- I still don't disbelieve it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Uh, she has been careful to create and cultivate her public persona of being an android. She's risen to prominence by posting 10 minute videos of herself eating cotton candy whilst repeatedly saying her name. And with that knowledge, this album begins to take on a more calculated sense of randomness. When I first heard it, when Jake first uh, played it for me or suggested it to me via Brendan uh, or the other way around. Sorry, it should be Brendan suggested it via Jake. I didn't know anything about Poppy, mm. and so that, that randomness just came across as kind of postmodern or mm-hmm. postmodernity, mm-hmm. should we say. But now it, it does take on a kind of interesting spin because of knowing her backstory.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, question for you both. Now, have either of you purchased a record before, based purely off the cover?
2: One hundred percent. Yeah, um, Many, quite a few times, I'd say. Not like a vinyl one. <laughs> I haven't got that much money. <laughs> oh
0: no, but like a CD, right?
2: Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, hundred mm. percent. Mm. My my
1: top choice is uh, Soap and Skin, her debut album, and she's now become sort of my favourite artist or one of them. And just purely, just went into a Resident in Brighton, said, "Oh, that that's a lovely picture." Um. And I think it was also helped by the fact that it was like album of the week or something. They had it on some kind oh, of pedest- okay. pedestal, so I just went Roop, and and it turns out it was like incredible. So that's lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I I wouldn't be able to name any that I have bought purely from the album cover, but there's things. There are some album covers that I've found quite striking. Obviously, uh, it would be silly of me not to mention Peter Gabriel, but also <laughs> uh, friend of the show Andrew WK. Oh yeah. Is it I Get oh, Wet? Oh wow. Is that what I it's Get called? Wet, yeah, that's the yeah, album. With the blood nose, and we've told the story before that he sent a copy of that to Dave Grohl, and Dave Grohl instantly got in contact with him just because of the album cover, having <laughs> that's, not heard the music. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a it's a good way to get through to someone, but the yeah. poppy album cover for I Disagree mm. uh, is both horrifying and Kind of incredibly accurate, actually. I think to the intention of this album, mm-hmm. I showed it to some GCSE students the other day, <laughs> and they were not impressed. Really? No? Wow, that's we, great. We oh. had an audible scream.
1: That's great. <laughs> Are you talking? Can I just can I just ask a nerdy question? Are you talking yeah. about the the original one or the new re-release? Um,
0: no, the, Well, the the one with all the kind of the, the paint blood paint sure sure great great face. great great yeah. cool,
2: cool 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 and cool.
0: the Spax.
2: yeah what's the Spax. um i haven't seen the re-release artwork the re-release is like
1: a tall character oh it's, it's, boring it's, yeah. uh, it's very creepy it's very creepy yeah. um i think it's purely creepy without the kind of I, I, it just looks like like a horror poster right. or something like that she's I playing
0: up know. that
2: angle right yeah, yeah absolutely yeah
0: So. This was Poppy's first entry into the Billboard 200 charts, peaking at 130, which sounds like quite a low charting, but actually making the 200 charts is pretty impressive anyway. Yeah, it's better mm. than we've ever Although done. It, and, it <laughs> did, uh, <laughs> and it did reach number one on the UK rock and metal albums chart. Oh, did it? Wow. Which wow. I find a bit surprising because obviously there's a lot of metal inspired music in here, but I wouldn't actually go as far to. I mean claim that it is that I I, I
2: would have That's agreed with you but then right? I was listening back to it yesterday and like the first half of the album is predominantly like industrial new metal Yeah, yeah.
0: it's only when you get into mm. the second
2: half of it you start to get more of the, the pop sensibility coming through
0: now take uh, a guess which half I enjoyed more <laughs> <laughs> leading on from that Poppy has described the genre of this album as post-genre
2: I I disagree Um, (laughs) it's a mashup of genres certainly it's a fusion but I can go through each track and name to me what influenced each one and kind of say right you're just going through the tropes of that genre (laughs) rather than taking the influence and doing something new with it Mm. so I'd say it's more of a big mishmash of tropes
1: I guess, I guess you've got to um, also think about what... Which Ian. I love.
2: I love, by yeah, the way. Um, yeah. Like, all the old new metal tropes, I fucking love it because mm-hmm. I love new metal. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but, but I think you've got to kind of ask the question of, like, what, what does she mean by genre? Like, genre is predominantly a marketing tool, right? To, to sort of yeah. fit well, things in, yeah. on store shelves and go, this is jazz. Um, so I, I'm assuming she means... I think, Jake, you're probably right. She probably thinks it's something that's maybe not... Um, but, but it also, maybe she's just saying, I don't want to market this, you know, I don't want anything to kind of tarnish just the randomness of it or whatever. I, I just want it to mm. be a th- a product and not, you know, new metal meets, uh, you know, pop. It's bubblegum yeah. jazz pop. Yeah, yeah so there's exactly. no
0: jazz. I like- J-pop. I think well, there's definitely J-pop in there, but I, I think through the post genre, she's showing that kind of. Postmodern cluster clustering of genres like, mm. let's say, the Dirty Projectors, right, and other bands like that, where they're they're not necessarily alternative rock, but they're not pop. They're just they are what they are, mm-hmm. and this seems to be a trend that's coming through, which is artistically it's actually quite inspiring in a way, mm-hmm. but it definitely keeps you on your toes, keeping you on your toes. Then what a segue! <laughs> let's move into our <laughs> game show segment.
1: Oh my god. Oh, yeah, we've got a game show segment.
0: You'll you'll like this. You'll like this. We've had more listeners emailing in, asking to be a part of our game show segment. They're winning some merch. If Jake and Brendan can answer a correct amount of questions. Oh, I didn't sign up for this. So, yeah, Jake, today you're playing for Claire Boucher from Vancouver, Canada. Okay. And Brendan, you're playing for Alan O'Connor... From Auckland, New Zealand. Fantastic. So, the game is true or false? I have in my hand a series of 10 questions about media overlords, YouTube.
2: Ooh.
0: You need to identify fact from fiction.
2: It's all true.
0: (laughs) If the answer is true, you will hear this sound. And if it is False. You will hear this sound. Tell
3: me lies. Tell me sweet little lies.
0: So, question number one. True or false? One billion, one billion hours of YouTube is watched per day.
2: Jake. Well, there's got to be like close to eight billion people on the planet now, so that's an hour each. Would be more than that. So are we saying it's at least a billion? Or is it a billion...
0: There is over a billion. Oh
2: yeah, oh, there's
0: one one billion hours approximately. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I'm going to say that's true.
0: And Brendan,
1: yeah, I'm I'm going to say that's just my street in Bognor-Age is that, that that's that's seems low <laughs> to me. So I'm going to yeah. say true as well.
0: One billion hours. Yeah, of YouTubers watched per day. Is it true? Is it false? That is true. One billion hours. Question number two. Every minute, 100 hours of video is uploaded to YouTube. This time, we'll go to Brendan. That's... What, every, every minute? Every minute, there is 100 hours of video being uploaded to youtube oh
1: yeah i I think
2: again that seems low i i I say true absolutely i i think that's too low i think it's more than that i think it's like easily going to be more than that so if it's i'm going to say false on the assumption that the answer is going to be a higher number yeah i'm saying false
0: right brendan
2: i
1: i'd be true
0: okay Yay. That just seems low. I thought it would have been higher. I love winning. Question number three, 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 three. In 2014, Grumpy Cat, RIP, Grumpy Cat earned more than Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, although I'm... she hit back in the next few years with her saucy candles, shall we say?
2: Oh, okay. uh, what was her company? Goop. Goop fucking
0: goop goop scientifically scam a load of mugs yeah so Jake what do we think I mean I want that to be true
2: uh, because fuck Gwyneth Paltrow so yes true
0: Brendan
1: yeah I'm gonna go uh, three for three I'm gonna go true again
0: and bearing in mind that Gwyneth Paltrow is part of the MCU
2: yeah but she's not like uh, she's not Robert Downey Jr She still probably gets paid quite a lot, though. She probably does, but so does Grumpy Cat. Yeah, still, Grumpy Cat for life. 100%
1: locking in. True.
4: Yes! Yes. Question number four, four,
0: four, four, four. The most popular tutorial that is searched for is How to Kiss. And the second most searched for tutorial is is how to tie a tie i bet you were thinking i was gonna say how to tie a noose (laughs) (laughs) um how to
1: kiss um do you know what i feel like it's the other way around so i'm gonna say
2: false okay I think it's something completely different. I think it's something really stupid, like how to slice an onion. Uh, so...
0: How to slice an onion without crying. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. How to kiss without emotional crying. emotional attachments. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. How to kiss an onion. Yeah, uh, That's Ooh. Gap in the market.
0: We'll
2: see. I reckon this is false. Really?
0: you got to remember, guys, that... You know, again I'm teaching teenage students mm. who don't watch TV anymore, they watch YouTube.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know back in my day you just had to figure it out.
0: You did. You did. It was it you know. was an assault. Okay, to many uh, a failure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Once you got your first tie <laughs> It was plain sailing from there.
0: Well <laughs> Okay. Number five, 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 five. YouTube is the second most visited website in the world. Uh, I believe we're going to you first, Jake.
2: Now, I I don't know if it's banned in China or not. Because if it's banned in China, then probably not. Uh, Because I think they make up for a lot of internet traffic. But second most... So what would be (coughs) number one, realistically, what's going to top YouTube? It's going to be something like Facebook or it's going to be something like Pornhub. So... I don't think so well, Wikipedia Wikipedia
0: yeah that's although true although to be honest <laughs> and since starting this uh, podcast I'm pretty sure that Genius.com's getting a lot of traffic <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah Genius.com and a little slight to everybody because StephSquatch.com's not getting that much traffic in comparison so let's try and level that playing field out a little <laughs> bit <laughs> go get yourself some merch StephSquatch.com come on Jake I need an answer now
2: false it's false it's false because it's number one baby
0: okay brendan
1: um true it's google surely it's number
2: one
1: that's a website isn't it oh i'm so
0: intelligent And it it is in fact Google that is the most visited site in the world Mainly because everybody now uses Google Chrome their browser Which means by default Mm. you visit their site before you do anything I I
2: don't, I use Firefox because it's a better browser
0: Number 6 Gangnam Style was so popular that it broke the YouTube video counter
1: there hasn't been a false one yet has there so i'm gonna go true are you counting <laughs> no You've not oh done no, any false no ones sorry yet. did i say that out loud um mm. i that's
2: why i, went I don't even really one.
1: get what that means because is, is it like a gigantic f- counter like in a basement and a steam coming off it and like <laughs> people are like pulling like really giant
2: Scotty said, i'm giving it all i can Captain. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was Uh, so
0: popular that the the views counter couldn't actually keep up with the amount of views that was happening at the time.
1: Oh, blimey. I don't know. I I think that sounds plausible because that was just like the biggest phenomenon in the world. So I'm going to say true.
2: (sighs) Was Gangnam Style, was it more popular? What was the other big one at the time? There'd be people just like a video of like a group of people in a locker room and it would do the music and all of a sudden it would cut to them doing like a load of stupid shit.
0: What was that? Oh, the um, the Harlem Shake. Thing. Harlem Shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was
2: more popular. Gangnam style. But there wasn't one Harlem Shake video really, was there? That was just a no, trend. Was,
4: yeah.
2: Um <laughs> I just love the imagery of 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 the steam coming out of uh, the YouTube <laughs>
0: surface. <laughs> Down, just like one right, really downtown in a really bad yeah. area of town. There's a yeah. really run-down yeah. basement. It's in Chicago. Yeah.
2: There's one. Yeah. really Oh yeah. It's frazzled, in the forties, definitely. One really frazzled yeah, yeah. guy who's not had a day off in about six years. <laughs> yeah. That's white shirt by, like, rolled up sleeves, coffee you can find. Yeah. 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 Chain smoking cigarettes. Going
0: yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so purely for that image alone, i have got to say it's true. Okay. He's got a man who's like Fuck me, fuck me, there's so many people
0: What <laughs> he has to do is push a button like yeah, yeah, one yeah. button every every time Someone yeah. watches this one button. video
2: Wow
1: That's a very scary fact Yeah Number
0: 77777 seven, 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 seven. 60% of the most popular videos Are not available to be viewed In Germany Hmm. I'll repeat that, 60% of the most popular right. videos are not available to be viewed in Germany. Right, oh, give me no. two
2: minutes. I'm just going to turn my VPN on, um, switch myself to <laughs> Germany and have a look. Uh, why? Do they have do they have different sort of laws on what can and can't be published over there? I'm scared of the answer, with, but I'm not sure if I'm thinking about it too is much. Is it to but... do with undisclosed product placement, which used to be a big problem on YouTube? Um... I think it's... I'm going to say it's false. That's a lot of videos. That's a lot of popular videos.
0: Brendan. True. you saying true, Brendan.
1: Yes.
2: They're all going to be fucking true, aren't they? (laughs) If you've just got... Literally, if they're all just from facts, I'm going to stick by what I said at the very beginning. They're all True.
0: You don't know, though, that's the thing. Yeah, but you've just got them all from this website. No, I didn't. I said I got that one particular thing yeah, from Jake. that website. You got all of these from yeah, that website. Stop counting them, Jake. Brendan's stop the one who's counting. Stop trying the game, Jake. God, <laughs> I'm you're going really, <laughs> Yeah, you're really trying to make sure that uh, Claire is not going to get her prize. No, I just want you to pay for postage to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Question eight. YouTube is the second largest search engine on the internet. Brendan.
1: Um, yeah, it has to be true. Uh,
2: yes, true. Jake. Once again, aren't there like, isn't Google banned in certain countries like China? So they have their own search engine. Uh, False. Yes.
0: Question number nine Justin Bieber's baby video has over eleven million dislikes. Jake
2: I'm gonna say sure true.
0: Brendan Um
1: This is for New Zealand False.
0: final question question number 10 true or false youtube started as a dating platform online dating
1: Uh, uh, no false 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 i I remember using youtube in the in
2: the 80s and it was always a video (laughs) thing um i'm gonna say false I remember when they used to send out DVDs <laughs> and uh, you'd keep them as long as you needed to. Uh, um, but it was, all, it was all DVDs of people's home movies. Yeah, Love Tube. <laughs> and it would come with like a suggestion of ones you could watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a damn fine platform. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a billion um, dollar idea right there. Did YouTube start as a dating site?
2: Fuck um, okay, it, yeah, why not?
0: Oh my wow. Brendan playing for Alan O'Connor.
2: Oh, I think he, he had nine out of ten.
0: Nine out of ten.
2: Pretty good. Not quite as good as my ten out of ten, but uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jake just wants me to go down to the post office.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um I think I, I had four. No, five. How many times did I say false? Basically any time I said false, I wasn't actually keeping tally.
0: Yes, dear listeners, all of those facts, scary as they may be, they are all true. Alan and Claire, if you can get in touch with us, get back in touch with us, and then we can start shipping you out some fantastic prizes. Shall we take a quick listen to the album, gents? Mm. Yes. Yes.
3: isn't a fight to be won.
0: The first track of Poppy's I Disagree is called Concrete. My first reaction to this song was extremely negative (laughs) as it sounded like a satire of metal. However, then I heard the bubblegum kind of J-pop chorus... I guess I was judging it more as a shock tactic as opposed mm. to an artistic choice, mm. which is probably exactly actually what she was going for. She probably was actually wanting me to judge it in that way to yeah. prove that I'm a white male.
2: This was probably the one <laughs> that when, when that person said about their mum was telling them to keep, st- not, you know, don't keep skipping yeah. songs. Mm. This is probably the one because mm. it changes thing in about four times in about a minute. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which is cool. It's fine. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It changes a lot. After the first chorus, there is a little harpsichord kind of breakdown.
3: Some people like candy. Some people like coffee. But these
0: lifeless flavors feel so me In which. I can only hear, and I'm not sure about you guys, I can only hear... Hang on,
2: hang on, hang on. Don't tell me. Beach Boys. boys. Oh, 100%. Yes.
0: After the second chorus, there's a tiny little guitar solo. Sounds very reminiscent of who? Queen. Yes, Brian May from Queen. Absolute those harmonies on the guitar is just Queen's all over the album, I think. Yeah, especially in the guitar playing, absolutely. Oh yeah. Mm. Post guitar solo, the song takes yet another turn and transforms into like a nineties acoustic pop song.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Best bit of the song. Best bit of the song.
0: This one actually reminds me of Sixpence None the Richer Kiss Me. Wow. Oh yes.
2: Yes, now you mention it, yeah, I say it's my favorite bit of the whole song. It just goes into that um mm. like, <laughs> poo-pee, poo-pee. yeah, yeah. And it kicks in it's like, yeah, really upbeat and love it.
1: One of the only notes I have on this song is it it gets me hyped, and I listen to it, I just feel like overwhelmed with joy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, like I just want to just run out in the street and like parkour over things i I, I just um. <laughs> And I, I I think like there's there's a bit well the, sorry the, it's it's usually the first song on her set I think
2: oh okay um, and I could see that's a good
1: opening yeah because it's just so quick and it's fun and uh, all over the place and when that J-pop stuff comes in
2: I, I don't know it's. It's the Best thing I've ever heard. Just I've I've got in my notes, it's the um, we were talking about Faith More last week, Brendan. Mm. Uh, they've got a song called Jizz Lobber, <laughs> yeah. And this is the anti Jizz Lobber, <laughs> in that it's all over the place in the same way that that song is, except it all flows together really nicely. Yes, it's like there's no, re- the ch- it changes a lot, but none of it's really jarring. Are you talk about Poppy, here? Like, you know, it's like a slap in the face, yeah. With well, for, for Poppy, yeah, none of you know, with Jizz Lobber, it's just like you're doing, you're listening to it, listening, to it, it's like, what, what, what. what? Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Jizzlob is like an hour roll assault, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Up until the metal guitars, where did this pipe organ come <laughs> from? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. exactly.
2: Whereas, so this one, it's like it just it flows really nicely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even that you are going through, you know, about six different things mm. in what? How long's the song? Like not even three minutes. It's, it's three minutes twenty. But you know, say there's about six different. Yeah. You know, vibes in it. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's, it's never works. jarring. Uh, but I think it like I also kind of have it as, it kind of sums up the entire album. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to get a vibe for the album and you want to, if you could only play one song to get the vibe across, this would be yeah. it yeah. because it, it, it covers everything.
0: I, I made a huge mistake when I introduced a year nine class to this, uh, this week. <laughs> and it was just the audio, like I showed him the picture of the album cover. I actually ended up showing them I disagree, but I meant to show them concrete because I wanted to Mm. show the the difference of the metal and the J-pop kind of bubblegum pop thing. So I was searching through Mm -hmm. I disagree for ages trying to find that uh, (laughs) yummy, yummy section. Uh, I just couldn't find it. I was getting really frustrated. They didn't like it. I ruined it. I ruined uh. the chance for them to get into it
2: They'll remember that in 15 years time mm. When this is looked back on as one of the seminal Works of our <laughs> yeah. of the generation mm. And they'll be like oh well it was ruined By Mr. Mr. Stefan
0: yeah. Uh. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brendan, do you wanna do you wanna take us through? I disagree.
1: Yeah, it's the title track. I wrote. It's actually a good pop banger. Um, <laughs> I, in terms of, I just think the chorus really reminds me of like early two thousands pop punk emo style. Like, there's just something about the chorus that really hits me in that way.
2: I get a massive Paramore vibe from it Totally Yeah In particular
0: I went in the opposite And The two the, Well I've, I've named three artists The first one saying uh, I find the drum loop at the beginning Kind of reminiscent of Teardrop By Massive Attack ah. Yeah I could see that But also in the bridge, I get a major S Club 7. Vibe. <laughs> I've mentioned S Club
2: 7, but not in this oh, song. Oh, damn. Ah.
0: I can't pick out what song it reminds me of, but yeah, I just get an S Club 7 vibe.
2: Well, if it, in, if S Club 7 did like industrial. Yeah. Uh, industrial well, all of this, no, in metal. the bridge,
0: it kind of, all the industrialness of it is gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, turns into it goes like in that. Big, just pop song.
1: Do you think she's aware of S Club Seven or is she a genius?
2: I mean, she's only a couple of years younger than us, so. Is she younger yeah. than
0: us? I thought she was. Well, I thought she was older think than
2: she, me. Nah, well, I think she's about your age. Right. Uh, I think she's like twenty four, twenty five, something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I thought she was in her thirties.
2: No, nah, nah. I
0: thought she was. She was born in the eighties.
2: That's the mystique of Poppy. No, well, I can see by listening to this album why you'd think that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I have compared her to like 80s hair metal later on. (laughs) Uh (laughs) That definitely comes up. Uh, Well, I find the choice to speak Japanese curious for the intro.
3: It it fits,
2: though, doesn't it? Like, because it kind of mixes in with the J-pop aspect oh, yeah. of some of the songs. Oh,
0: exactly. I, well, and it's just
2: a great... Because it just works. Like the... Yeah. What's it? It's, uh, Watashi wa...
0: Watashi wa anato ni do doishimashu. Doishimashu. Yeah, which translates to I disagree with you, roughly. It
2: just fits so nicely. Yeah. It's is genius. Well,
0: and it's also... Have, having spent time in Japan... I think the eclectic mix of genres, or the post ness of this album, if you will, combined with the kind of BDSM uh, appearance, would actually be quite a hit in Japan. I think they quite like the oh, elements yeah. oh of yeah. that. Yeah,
1: I think that it, yeah, it it's also it feeds into my notes of it. Just feels like it's from an anime. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah It go. does. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I think there's there's a, a song later on, but it it kind of reminds me of a of a Character selection in a, like a fighting game <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I, I think that you could just so easily play this over lots of anime and especially video games and mm, yeah. and, and moreover specifically Japanese video games and anime. Um, it can't be a coincidence right that we, we all think mm. that, mm. and then also in one of the songs, she
2: does speak Japanese, so uh,
0: well exactly
1: I, I think that's a big big link
2: but apparently uh, the people she's disagreeing with this are from the extended poppy universe that's incredible um, I've got to say a big shout out to uh, poppy.fandom.com for this information <laughs> great <laughs> um, there's like recurring characters in her videos and songs called them or they
3: oh my god
2: basically control her actions yes And then I know kind of, this. to me it seems like just a metaphor for like you know music labels sort of thing um, you know but it's like they control what, what she listens to to influence her, what she can put out and that sort of thing
0: Sound, sound. Jake, do you want to take us through Blood Money?
2: Yeah, so, Blood Money, that that's kind of just a straight-up industrial, almost avant-garde sort of... Uh, thing mm. bit mm-hmm. melodramatic mm. and she's going on about uh i know what it feels like to have my soul sucked out of my body emo i finally know what it feels like to be dead
3: it's
2: like fuck off uh, yeah <laughs> but other than that great soul. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but again it's like as um, this as this is the last album, um, this kind of deemed as her character dying off and the old Poppy dying off, you know, is she yeah. is she there talking about the Android version of Poppy or is she,
2: or is it a, a literal? Yeah. What I get from like the lyrics of it and stuff is that she's obviously dealt with, from her experience, a lot of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people lying to her for obviously the mm. interest. What do you believe when everyone is watching? And what do you believe when nobody is watching? So it's like, you know, well, pretty, yeah. pretty straightforward what you're going for there. In terms of the actual like musicality of it, it um, doesn't really do much. It's quite just constant,
4: mm.
2: you know, yeah. horrible, horrible simps. And I'm not sure if I can't decide if that's a guitar or not until it gets towards the end. Once again, I'm not sure if that's a guitar or a synth doing the solo. I think it's guitar.
0: I'm not sure.
2: I think there was like some pinched harmonics in there.
0: It's worth noting, though, that uh, her vocal delivery is pretty awesome. She's like sneering Mm. the words out. Oh, Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've I've got it's a vicious attack on hypocrisy within organized religion and big business.
1: I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think the yeah. organized religion part is is a huge part of the poppy allure,
0: which um, I I have to poke a bit of a finger at because don't get me wrong, I'm all for poking fingers at at organized religion, but the way that poppy's kind of myth and character. All of that kind of cult following is turning out is that she is actually ta- turning into a bit of a religious figure herself. Sure, if you especially if you think that her fans are now able to literally be like, no, 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 she, she's what she means when she says that she feels like she's died before is that she's talking about her android life dying and blah blah <laughs> blah, <laughs> yeah. and they're able to just justify it out of absolute crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah It's it's almost verging on organised religion But good on you for, for attacking it though I quite like it The line Never forget the excess the grabbing Grab what they can That's a homage to Depeche Mode On their song Everything counts Wow
3: Very cool Very cool
1: I think I think this song is. The, I think maybe the first time you hear it is that kind of very very multi layered. Mm. Um, mm. I don't even know what you'd call it really. Like I think Taylor Swift uses it quite a lot. A lot of a lot of big pop pop songs use that kind of Vocaloid thing. I think it's a certain point in the song where her voice is just super like uh, angelic.
0: Mm.
1: What do you call that? Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? When they,
0: where it's kind of layered. Where got yeah, but it's like so
1: robotics, vocoder kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like when you listen to like any Britney Spears song, for instance, and I've only mm. only got this out recently, is there's more than one voice singing at all times. Mm-hmm. Like mm. there is at least three voices singing in Hit Me Baby One More Time throughout the whole thing.
1: Is that because she can't sing? And her voice on its own would just sound kind of bad. Or? Quite
0: possibly, I think. And it's, but it's the same as well with some some of the early Christine Aguilera. I think it's just a part of the shtick of being a pop singer. Hmm. It was a, a style, like you know, heavily gated reverb on drums in the '80s, mm-hmm. in the late mm. '90s, early 2000s. They just made sure that the layers were happening on vocals all the time. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah
2: then in the 2000s to, and some of the 2010s you have the t-pain auto-tune oh thing yeah,
1: going yeah on. exactly and even now with james blake um he he uses a lot of vocal effects like doubling and stuff it's not it's not quite as uh, simple as the, just you know standard john lennon double yeah. vocals in the booth kind of thing it's there is that kind of a coda quality to it
0: yeah The next song is Anything Like Me. This song sounds to me like someone that's struggling with attention and fame. Almost mm. almost a bit of a warning shot. Um, allegedly, the song references a court case which Poppy was involved in surrounding her creative partner, the Titanic, and her being accused <laughs> of copyright infringement. And I believe... Jake, you'll probably be able to correct me. The plaintiff, I believe, was saying that Titanic had previously worked with her and not only abused mm -hmm. her emotionally, physically, but also stolen the idea of Poppy being an android from her. This is is Mars
2: Argo, right? This is Mars Argo yeah. basically saying that the, the whole Poppy persona was copied from her. Yeah. yeah, And that the abuse she'd, she'd had at the hands of Titanic Claire was so bad that she'd actually had PTSD, couldn't listen wow. to any of the previous projects that she'd worked on. Um,
0: Sounds like a top bloke. Yeah, what a horrible, horrible... Uh, it was,
2: uh, I think, settled uh, out of court. Um,
0: yeah, they settled with no money exchanging, I read. But she's able to keep her persona.
2: Yeah, but it's something to do with a restraining order as well. I I can't remember off the top of my head exactly.
1: And it's a shame, isn't it? I mean, this is, you know, it's a music show. It's an album. We're here because of her artistic output. But it is, I think, specifically with this character, with this artist, it is very hard not to bring in the real world story because it is a big part of, of the character and the production and behind the scenes and her lyrics.
0: I think it's, yeah, it's a big part of the album. It's a big overarching theme, even if, even if it's not kind of overtly mentioned, Mm -hmm. it still kind of seeps into the writing because this is, as we've said, this is the final collaboration. So clearly things aren't going very well at the time of writing this record.
1: Uh
3: Uh-huh.
0: But, onto the music the music's Uh, good the the opening bars of this track sound like some of the most authentic to me on the album
2: yeah I'd get behind
3: that
0: there is a psychopathic drop from the ethereal bridge which is an extension of the opening bars True to form, just as the listener is gaining some sense of emotion or feeling from the singer, the song rapidly swerves into a left turn and returns to the cold, animatronic-heavy music.
1: I think this is one of the few times where we hear her like real voice Mm. Um there's a number mm. of times throughout the song where you kind of just hear her singing and it's it's very different to that high pitched android yeah. kind of style
0: when yeah. it just seems cool. that the mask is coming off right yeah and i i'm responding to that a lot more than i'm responding to the mask being on if i'm honest mhm yeah fair enough
1: yeah, I I don't disagree. I mean, I artists that have such a kind of concept out, you know, like David Bowie, for example. I've always found it personally quite tough to connect with Bowie's songs because they are hidden between so many layers of character and and, and stuff. Mm. Um, you know, comparatively to I don't know, Elliot Smith or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I can see that this again, if you come to this with like a for a raw output of, you're not going to find it. You're just not going to find it with this record.
0: No,
2: uh, I I kind of feel like as well. Part of it is. Her trying to reflect and move on from mm-hmm. it, trying to say I'm not the person I was at that time.
0: Yeah. Um, well, because apparently you know, the the two girls have kind of made up and reconnected, haven't they? Since, yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah.
2: I think that partially, partially, probably part of the reason that she's no longer working with Titanic Sinclair. Maybe. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah.
2: As well. Everything I've got on there is a heartbeat kind of drum that comes in after she intro, which says, "I I feel her heart beating in me," and then you get your heartbeat kind of drum thing going on. Cool, mm-hmm. nice little touch, I thought. Kind of me. Kinda works nicely.
0: Well then, Brendan, do you want to take us through Fill the Crown?
1: Yes, proper mad hair metal. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <No>.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't change a word of that.
1: Yeah, that's all I can say. I think uh, you get some grimes in there. I think with her, it's, it's with the industrial qualities. It's kind of quite thumping.
0: Do you like grimes? Um,
1: I, I really do. I, I I like her old stuff. I, yeah. I but I also I also rate her newest album as like actually probably my favorite
2: at the moment i i don't get so much a hair metal vibe from this i just hear corn and nothing (laughs) but corn uh so obviously like the the male vocalist in this no one knows who actually did it
3: yeah (laughs)
2: It's not credited. Yeah. No, he's not a lot of people say, Oh, it sounds like Marilyn Manson. That's what I've uh, got. It's plausible because because right. they're friends, right? Right. So that's plausible. I don't think it sounds like Marilyn Manson. That sounds like Jonathan Davis. <laughs> and it's just like that is just Jonathan Davis to me. And I've picked up in the lyrics, I've picked up like the lyrics to me, there are references to corn in it. So if like someone looks follow the leader, that's that's a great corn album. The mm-hmm. leader is blind. Blind was their first mm-hmm. single of their first album. Like,
1: <laughs> this is good sleuthing.
2: Yeah, I are Jonathan a Davis. whole
0: mystery there, Perry Mason.
1: But also I think this album, I think I, uh, again, I, this is, I, I hate quote. I to speak about sources that I haven't got on me. <laughs> um, I don't want to misquote interviews, but she... she that's
0: all we do here, Brendan, it's fine. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, this There's feels, no fact checking. Hang on, this isn't Channel 4. <laughs> We're not Twitter. No.
1: Okay. This isn't a legitimate news show. No. Um I, this album feels like... I'm going to make an album of songs that I love. And I'm finally getting out of this kind of persona. And Mm. I remember her talking about her her love of, of emo, her love of pop punk, her love of death metal and like early stuff. So it doesn't surprise me at all that even in the lyrics, she's just straight up saying, I love corn.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I actually, I've gotten one other thing uh, to do with corn. It's not from this album, but it also kind of links into my fury that it might be Jonathan Davis. Mm. Um, If you listen to Scary Mask, Mm -hmm. you know the bit where the drums with the the ride comes in Mm -hmm. and it's like that little guitar, but you're like, Mm -hmm. that is that is the intro to Blind being played. With just the ride and the guitar line. It's... It's spot on, absolutely one hundred and fifty percent a reference to Blind by Corn. Awesome. Uh, so I reckon big Corn fan, and I reckon it was Jonathan Davis, not Marilyn Manson, on this track.
0: Hmm. Okay. Hmm.
2: And when I'm wrong, when I'm wrong, yeah, when it's all revealed in three years' time, um, <laughs> in the telebook. We'll
0: to be honest, it sounds like you're right, and it sounds like you've done more digging than Poppy has. Uh, <laughs> I really like the groove that's set in the intro. But then the song this is this is a quote from Poppy. The song discusses out with the old and in with the new and not letting the fear of uncertainty stop you from hmm. going forward.
2: Oh, the other thing I've I've read that it's a song about empowerment. And once again, I'm gonna make the same joke. I disagree. <laughs> um let me Um, to me, and we mentioned earlier about the cult thing, this absolutely feels 100% like a cult message to me Um, Mm -hmm. we can be free just come with me Mm -hmm. that's a cult leader thing to say so it feels like the first is sort of like a straight up indoctrination, it's like we can be all the things we want to be, come with me, we'll be free, dasha and then the the chorus, whatever it is it's just like, no this is the gritty truth behind it, poison Mm. the children uh no peace of mind, yeah. you know, mm. um, no, sorry, cool. baptize the children, poison their mind. I think it is or yeah. something like that. Even if she didn't mean to, she's trying to indoctrinate people into a cult. Yeah. Which I think is <laughs> awesome. I think more bands need to do that. Um, yeah, that's my take.
1: This, on this it. is the song with the, um, bits in it, right? There's like, yeah. With yeah the okay. Little. Okay. That's again, it's, there's what, there's three. So
2: there's three kind of styles, I guess, in this one.
1: It's the we can be free kind of light chorus
2: stuff. Yeah, it's sort of like a um, like a synth pop thing yeah. with um, the weird in- electro odd synth, where it sounds like it could be from Portal, mm-hmm. and then just the industrial new metal.
1: Yeah, it gives spin. me like a Nine Inch Nails vibe. Yeah, um, or maybe even more like his solo stuff, or what? What were they called? Angels? Something? Angels? And your snare waves. No, yeah, no, no. Have
3: it, Jake,
0: you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jake, do you want to take us through Nothing I Need? Yeah. Once again, this is another
2: one. I get a massive vibe from another song. Um, I'm going to give you both one guess to guess the song that I get a massive vibe of
0: I've said I'd that s- it gives me tame and parlor vibes be, that's a
2: good shout that's not what I've got
1: it reminds me of Christmas <laughs> <laughs> There's the synth work has got like this Christmas feeling to it
2: near the end So you're saying it's a Christmas song, so I'm going to go with uh, Slade. No, it doesn't remind me of Slade. By the way, uh, side note, there's a version on YouTube of, of uh, that where the, they've basically replaced all of the lyrics with are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? And it is amazing. Brilliant.
0: Okay, weird. <laughs> I
2: love YouTube. It's brilliant. Um, but also, it, 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 it reminds, it's got like an 80s pop influence for me. Yeah, you're wrong, though. Um, okay. The song it reminds me of is All I Need... By Radiohead. Really? Now listen to the chorus where the uh, bass comes and goes. It's the same, it's wow. got the same kind of similar uh, kind of melody on this. It's got the same drum beat that du ba, do ba it's the same drum beat. And obviously the title's like just the opposite of All I Need is Nothing I Need.
0: Fair enough.
2: Uh, Once again, don't know if that was an intentional vibe on it, but that's... Yeah. Mm. It's the first track on the album. And what are we, this is like five tracks in? uh, To have no metal in it. Yeah, Mm. Just straight up ambient synth pop.
1: That brings me to my main point of the song is that... I think the album is structured really well. I think it's like ordered mm. really well. Um, mm. it, it, it flows so well, and it feels like an album, um, uh, like a progression of sound, progression of, of, of mm. ideas. Um, and this is like
2: this is bang smack in the middle, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a coincidence. We've said before a lot of albums are very front heavy yeah. or mm-hmm. top heavy, so you oh, get King. I goods. mean, every uh, single King's uh, of Leon album, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, you know, I, I think this this gives it gave me room to sort of breathe for a bit. It, it kind of yeah. it, space. It gives you space Like there's been so much chaos yeah. for like 25 minutes. Um, I think this is just a, like, a palette cleanser.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with it. And something like set listing or track listing for an album, set listing for a concert is wildly overlooked in a lot of things. And I know people like Bruce Springsteen takes it really, really seriously Peter Gabriel apparently when he's putting a track listing together he puts like the the first 10 seconds and the last 10 seconds of each song on a cassette and then plays the songs back to back to see which mm. ones flow into each other the best mm. but then there's bands like U2 and we've discussed this before I think Steve Lillywhite was mixing The Joshua Tree and I think at the time he was married to Kirsty McColl he basically went into her and said uh, which song's best like which ones do you like and they just kept the order of which ones she likes and which ones she doesn't
2: Sir Sir I have an observation Sir Oh yes He probably doesn't use a cassette anymore No he does <laughs> Yeah he probably just uses a door yeah. or something And
0: plus I'm talking about like so right when <laughs> that was 1986
2: Yeah yeah he was He was using software even back then he was a, a visionary What's what's a cassette?
0: This is one of my favourites obviously uh, This song really connects with me this was apparently the final track written for the album at which ah. point she had already chosen not to work with titanic anymore and it's hinted mm. that this is her song freeing herself of his influence this is the most human that poppy has sounded or appeared uh, this can either be due to the fan theory that she's become more advanced as a robot, therefore, she's like she is actually appearing, you know, AI, all of that sort of stuff, or simply because mm. she's free of that aforementioned influence of Titanic, so she's actually breaking out of that character. The next song is Sit, Stay. I really enjoy this song when it comes down in the chorus. I interpret this song as a call to action for creatives to follow their gut instinct and create the art that they feel rather than the art that we're being told to create. And if we're going to say anything about Poppy, I think she's really going for that overall with her music. The final note is that the bridge is quite a mood. Mm.
4: Yeah.
2: my main notes for this is I feel like I'm in the club scene from the first Matrix film where he meets Trinity <laughs> oh that's Trinity. perfect this would have done perfectly mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like I'm in the 90s I'm pumped I'm ready to go out and punch a bloke in the suit in the face I mean you've and, just summed uh, up Poppy right there the, the, yeah, yeah that Matrix scene i going to have a fight it? in the subway uh, <laughs> yeah with, uh, with some Kiwi fella who is also an elf <laughs> he's an oddity um, he? oh yeah he is oh that's the, that's the cardinal sin Jake sorry I'm thinking Sam Neil.
0: uh Sam Neill, mate. Sam Neil, Don't, don't. My- Sam Neil could have been a good agent, Smith. Yeah. I I like um, Hugo Weaving. And actually, they've been doing an Instagram series together.
2: They uh, really? From, it's really from good. From their
0: bath. Yeah, yeah. Like literally yeah. both of them live streaming in their bath at the same time.
1: <laughs> I really want to be like an aging celebrity because you just do whatever the hell you want.
0: Oh, but the, they're, they're just aging with grace, those two. No, no, it's I mean that in a positive way. Cool. I think they're great. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, I know, I uh, know. They're, they're somehow remaining quite relevant to it all, mm. but also they're just so on the outer that it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it's not like Madonna, like we said last week, Jake, where she's mm. constantly trying to force herself into the hubris. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whereas Sam Neill gets Instagram, he knows people want to see his farm and people want to see his
0: duck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He also. You know, I think Madonna is the. Quite an exclusive vineyard. Yeah. Uh, two paddocks. It's called. They do a wicked Pinot Noir. But uh, don't go to the two two paddocks vineyard if you want to see Sam Neill. They have actually shut it off to people. Uh, not because of <laughs> oh, COVID, really? but because Sam Neill doesn't want to talk to you.
2: <laughs> Brilliant.
0: <laughs> like people were sending fan mail to them and everything. Yeah. Uh, what a guy. Yeah.
2: Sam Neill, what a guy! I um, said so the only other note, I've, the only other real note I've got for this one is that I just love the way it ends. Where it builds that's up the massive, distorted, reverb, yeah. reverbed? Reverbed. reverbed, reverbed, and her scream, and delayed uh, vocals, and then just like that's the classic Sopranos, and just stops. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my third of three favourite songs on the album. <laughs> um, it, 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 again, it really has its ups and downs, genre-wise, um, and it just doesn't feel like constrained or like claustrophobic. It, it, there's this, it, it's this—it's one of the one of those songs where you just feel like I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, it, you, you, you mentioned earlier about keeping you on your toes. Um, I think this is one of those songs that kind of epitomises the idea that even if you don't like poppy, you can't say it's boring.
0: Yeah, well, um, certainly that. Brendan, why don't you take us through? Bite your teeth.
1: I mean, it's fucking
0: sick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's all I put. Oh, insane, technically mad in quotes. What the hell is coming next?
2: Yeah, it's it's another one of those ones where it changes up what it's doing very quick. Stops well, and if I that's can, name, Jake, but... uh... Oh yes, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Because I'm thinking the same thing. We're
0: back to the Metallica imitation.
2: It goes into like a really pop metal mm. thing. Mm. It's, like, it's, it's quite heavy metal, but it's, it's very pop at the same uh, time. It's like got that melody, a wicked it's, groove. It's like, yeah. I've, uh, I've um, said that
0: once the groove is introduced, it's quite a head knocker.
1: I've put, um, it's an anthem.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, then I kind of got like, for the next bit, um, the badger round, deep yeah. badger mm. I get that's really Faith No More or, or even like Mr. Bumble yeah. kind of vibe. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's like, properly. <laughs> I
0: put the, the first part of the chorus sounds quite creepy, although I feel that they might, they may have been going for an innocent vibe, but actually now that we've put it in that Faith No More bracket yeah mm. i think they were going for it sounding a bit creepy absolutely
3: um
2: and the only other real thing i've got for this one is that the proper metal breakdown at the end is uh stupid and just about the most yeah. generic thing in the world ever and i love it <laughs> It almost goes into like a progressive metal or a gente sort of breakdown.
0: Yeah.
2: a. Like, with like the really stupid guitar whittles <laughs> going on and things. Okay, well then Jake, Sick of the Sun. Uh Sick of the Sun. I don't have many notes for no, this one actually I. to be honest with you. This was this was the one I thought sounded like it could be an S Club song.
0: Oh okay. I
2: like, absolutely this is nineties girl group. Not necessarily S Club, it could, could have been, have been Spice uh, Girls. not Bewitched. They weren't yeah. Bewitched weren't talented enough, but <laughs> um any of the others. <laughs> yeah. i uh
1: shots fired i like the chorus effect on the guitar
0: yeah that's what i put i the chorus i may it may be like a rotary effect and
1: I've also put it's not exactly what I come to Poppy for um, this song um, yeah. but it's but it's again I feel like it's a, it's a nice break from the barrage of madness yeah. Um, yeah. and also Absolutely. the way there's something about this song it, it feels like the album is coming to an end there's it
0: I don't want yeah. to call it yeah. like a, a musical
1: theatre, like the way they kind of, it's, it, it, you know, adapts to the story and, and the script. Yeah. But there is some kind of feeling like, oh, we're coming to the end here. This is the second to last song. I, I, don't, I can't yeah. actually describe it. Mm. It's a feeling that you get, right?
2: It's yeah. It's one of the more like, straightforward as well. It's like, I don't think there's any hidden meaning behind this. It's just like, mm. I don't want to go out. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just, a vampire or whatever. <laughs> no, no, not even that. It's just like, I just don't want to be out in the sun. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just sit in a dark what, I room. Think it's
0: that. Yeah, and I don't I just don't want to be dealing with people. Yeah. 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 You know, it's quite quite literal, I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then that leads us into the final song on the album don't go outside which is almost like an answer to the to the song before. Yeah, absolutely. yeah
2: it's kind of like a continuation
0: they kind of part a Part B this one yeah the pick guitar intro is fantastic <laughs> but I'm getting vibes of is there anybody out there by Pink Floyd? Hmm. Like I mean the two of them sound actually really similar. Mm.
1: Yeah, I've got I, I think I put the first note is uh, when you see that a poppy song is 6 minutes you think Jesus Christ what the hell's going to happen here. Um that's a lot of room for genres to, to come in.
4: Mm. Yeah, and you yeah, do yeah, you yeah. you
1: you get that queen-esque yeah. guitar coming back you in. Get that.
2: You get the reprise of all the songs. I got, like, when the when the heavy guitar stuff came, or the, the distorted guitars, I wouldn't say it was heavy compared to the rest mm. of it, but when the heavy, I got a real Soundgarden vibe. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Coming in from it. I don't know if that was just because of the sound of the guitar itself. And I can totally see, you know, they've got, like, the classic Shred sort of guitar side mm. going on. So nothing yeah. too crazy, but just, like, you know, just someone
3: mm-hmm.
2: just letting it fly. Once again, that's absolutely Soundgarden
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. to
2: me.
1: I I and yeah I, I bringing it up on the musical theater angle it's that the reprise of all the songs or some of the songs at the end of the song it very much feels yeah. like a musical theater <laughs> um
0: yeah well apparently she does that quite a lot on her records she does like little medley clips right and so on but yeah that's an interesting interesting way to end it and kind of book in the album in a way yeah. and close it all up
2: i just love that um symbol that it ends the on the triangle well. is it, or it that it? little oh it's a triangle sorry yeah the little triangle yes it it's so ding. silly yeah <laughs> that's it done yeah that's to me that's the best bit of the album that ding yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay well then this leads us into our final little section i have four questions for you both Mm. first one what is your favorite track of i disagree
2: would you like to start brendan or shall i uh you 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 start um well for me it's kind of a toss-up um because i really do like corn Uh, (laughs) 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 but i think i'm gonna have to go bite your own teeth Bite your own teeth. It's my favourite song on this. Brendan, it's got to be concrete, man. Okay, short and sweet. I think I can tell. I think I. I think yours. Come on, tell me. I think yours is going to be uh, nothing. I need.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. i say that's the only song where i really like brendan you're, you're talking about it like being a breath everything else is just relentless relentless and then all of a sudden there's this song halfway through that just allows you to breathe <laughs> and take it in and i think that only enhances kind of the beauty of that song mm-hmm. okay second question Who would you like to hear cover one of these tracks? I know what Jake's going to say already. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. It's too obvious. It's too
1: obvious. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, as we brought up your theory earlier, I'm going to say Radiohead.
2: Not doing nothing. I need.
1: Or just just doing like an acoustic kind of reverb-voiced
2: cover of. um, I like to see them do sit and sit slash stay. All right. I'd like to see Baby Metal doing concrete.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: that's a good one. I mean, it is already, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
1: I don't know if yeah. it would sound any different, really.
0: <laughs> ah, d-
1: pff, no. <laughs> I mean, it'd be awesome.
0: I I would like to see Metallica do bite your teeth. Yeah, I think uh, hearing Hitfield do the bite your own teeth, bite your own, <laughs> own teeth, would be amazing.
1: In general i would just quite like to kind of hear what the uh, greater metal community thinks of her because she's signed to sumerian right which is a legit doom death thrash metal she is now you she know wasn't before, like was she no no this is like the album or the one yeah. before sorry yeah but like is she respected in that community like would she be covered by your metallica's yeah whatever um
0: I think I think we'll get into that in a minute because I've got a few okay. questions around that myself. Yeah, first. Jake, does I disagree rank in your top 10? You'll notice I've changed that question now because we've actually got 10 albums in our top. We 10. do. Does it rank in your top 10?
2: Uh, it does rank in my top 10.
0: So where would you be putting it in your top 10? Uh, I would put it as number six. And who who does that push out then?
2: Uh, that will be pushing out Amy Winehouse.
0: Oh, what a shame! Nah, not really. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> would you say that this album is in your personal top ten? No.
2: Um. Uh, see, he doesn't. Obviously, we've we've got a list of of our top ten. Is our top ten we've from the episodes we've episode done? Oh we've god, ranked, yeah. yeah. I, this
1: is a much harder question for me. Um, yeah, yeah. It's probably my album of the year. <laughs>
2: oh that works
1: so let's put it that way uh I, I i rate it very highly so i think maybe in a couple of years i'll look back on it and go god yeah that album's so insane and fun and i love it um so let's just say it's the album of the year
0: okay bringing bringing the party down then i'm not going to put this in my top 10
2: <gasps> i'm not surprised it's not no not strike me as your I, cup of tea
0: I really appreciate what she's trying to do with the postmodern gen genre melding and yeah. post genre. Uh, although I don't think she's quite stuck the landing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And going back to what Brendan was saying about the metal community, I I don't think she would have the kudos in the metal community because everything is a bit sticky, everything is a bit what she's done is just gone, Oh, this is a this is a key integral part to metal like um say guitar tapping so i just need to make sure that i include that mm-hmm. and that makes me authentic it's probably intentional but majority of the record comes across as cold and heartless again probably something in- intentional done to play up the android vibe yeah however that's definitely not my bag this sort of thing ain't my bag baby i i like that it has heart and soul i like I like this, that there is some soul in certain elements, and when, when I listen to music, that's what I want to hear. I mm. want to hear the the beating of the music, the, the beating heart, the soul, and so on. And again, I think this is very intentional of her. There are some tracks, Nothing I Need, and elements of others, like Bite Your Teeth, mm. that feature what I'm searching for in music, I would be more interested in hearing a genuine album of songs in those veins, like in. I'd be more interested in hearing her do a synth pop album mm. than than this, because I think she she has got things to say, but through this medium, she's not getting those things said. Mm. But then through this medium, she's standing out from the rest of everyone else doing synth pop albums, trying to say things. Uh, the final point. Is I f- that I feel I need to make is again. I believe this is a considered choice, but the image that she pre- that she's presenting alongside the mess of the genres, it seems that Poppy is having a hard time nailing down her image and who she is. And I get that her stick is to challenge our boundaries of music and industry, although I feel it could be more subtle than the conservative kind of Christian android that she that she's been presenting. But also, like, mixed with the bondage, the hair metal and bondage. and Image shouldn't be important in music, although when you're making grand statements like she is, her music should be able to back it up. I think of, like, Lady Gaga pulled some fashion stunts, as we know, but her music was pedestrian enough for us to accept the music stunts. So when you have the Hmm. crazy music and the crazy kind of appearances, I don't know, it just kind of doubles down. It doesn't quite work for me um although i think they with lady gaga she was also clever because the music was so pedestrian she was able to build simple messages into her music and layer it that way but anyway i i do not rank this in my top 10 i don't agree that this is the sound purchase
2: not this time girl not this time not this (laughs) f***ing time no, 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 not this f***ing time, no f***ing no f***ing way, no f***ing way, no way, you made me look alright.
0: This is, this is not my thing, I don't, I don't think I can endorse this at this point in time. Um Like I say, full respect to to Poppy and I do kind of dig what she's doing, don't get me wrong, but this isn't something where... On a Sunday afternoon, I can put this on and relax to it. <laughs> I'm the opposite. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And likewise, if I'm going out on a Friday night, this isn't something that I can put on to amp me up because it's so inconsistent. Sure. Uh, in terms of like the the energy, but it's not all about me. Mm-hmm. Brendan, do you believe that I mm. disagree is a sound purchase?
1: I do. I don't. I think was with this album, or um, pop in general. I don't know if I'm here for the music first, or or the story first, and the, the, like the everything about her, the the you know the bondage and the character and the artwork and all that stuff. I think the music comes along with it, and I think the music's great and fun and and technical at points and challenging at points and quite interesting, but. It's her that I'm interested in, yeah. you know. Like, if if this was just a band of like white dudes with beards, I don't think I would like. Oh, I'd
3: take that attention. more seriously.
0: <laughs> um, I wouldn't. Just to just to disclaim it there.
1: Like by her very nature, her kind of chaotic nature, and her characters that kind of come in and out and. Uh, the confused android wanting to love and I I know that that character has been put to the side now that's what I'm interested in it's the cult stuff it's the theories it's the conspiracies that's what excites me as just a a dumb internet conspiracy fan Um,
0: no I I think I agree with you I think if I was more mixed into the conspiracy side of it in that that character Mm. I'd probably understand the album a lot more than I do
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but also I think like now she's just making music. I think the, that all that stuff is kind of over. And I think her fourth album is just going to be her finally as a musician making a record. which t- And doing makeup tutorials. Don't t- well, her makeup <laughs> tutorials, by the way, are fantastic. Um, <laughs> they are really good. And her cover of the Pokemon theme tune. It's incredible. But also, like, will I like it? Like, will I, will I appreciate it more if it's just her doing some rock songs?
2: Um, but would you appreciate it more having had the journey? To yeah, I, th- that I point? think so. I think that's the, that's like, the flip side. Of if that. you
1: just played this to someone mm-hmm. and said, Hey, here's some music. Like, would they get it? Or do you need the knowledge?
2: Point in case I, well, that's exactly what happened. I've okay. never heard of Poppy when you suggested mm. it to me. And I do think this is a sound punch. Mm. I love this album. I think mm-hmm, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, everyone—it's just because it's full of tropes mm. that I like. I think I, she's also mm. like
1: incredibly intelligent, and I think she knows what she's doing. Like it, it, to me, it doesn't feel like she's just randomly fallen over and put these genres in a box and went. Ugh. Um, mm. I think she's very intelligent. Mm. And I think she she knows some of it is silly, and you know, indicative of lots of different bands. um i think she wears that on her sleeve but also you could get potentially confused by the fact that she does have such a strong visual presence and maybe it is a bit too much and it gets in the way of of the music um i think but like i said earlier it's not boring and i think that it's very interesting to talk about and to me it like makes like someone like Billie eilish just look like vanilla it's she's so much more interesting i
0: completely (laughs) agree with that like yeah, my again, my kids at school are going mental at the moment over Billie Eilish, mm. and That's sad. even even before <laughs> I've been introduced to Poppy by you guys, I was sitting there thinking, well, Billie Eilish isn't that edgy, no, you know she's she's not she's not that you know risque that that, that they think she is, mm-hmm. you know she she is kind of the Madonna of her generation. Mm the Lady Gaga of her generation, you know, not to lump her in with them, but Mm. it's that thing that every generation has a female pop star that kind of bucks against the system. Mm. When I think of me being back at school, it's Katy Perry. (laughs) Lady Gaga, you know, and then back further, yeah. So Billie Eilish is very pedestrian, very Mm. vanilla, and Poppy stands apart from that. Uh, I, like I say, I just wish there was a bit more subtlety. Sure. She is, sure, she does come across as incredibly intelligent with the way that she's putting this music together. Mm. But she just, for me, needs to take that next step, that next extra step where she starts to make, I don't know, she starts to make it kind of clever, but you have to dig for the cleverness.
3: Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, it's not all about me, like I say. So there's two against one here today. (laughs) We have two people saying that it is a sound purchase. Thank you to Brendan for appearing with us and discussing this and even suggesting this in the first place. Thank you. Uh, And that is Brendan of the band Comfort. What did I say? The power pop band Comfort. (laughs) Yes. Synth-based power pop band Comfort. You can find the music on
2: YouTube if you search for Pass Me The Syrup. Pass that's going to be the easiest the way syrup. to find it. And you got your Spotify's, yes. your Don't search for stuff. Comfort. Yeah,
0: don't search for Comfort. There are a lot of bands called yeah. Comfort. But if you search for Pass Me The Syrup Comfort, mm-hmm. then you'll find Brendan and Jake in all their glory, <laughs> Jake doing some amazing backup dancing. Yeah. And Brendan just chewing up all that syrup. Sort of it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> Can I can I just can I just end this by saying that I I don't think I've ever been influenced more by Pop than Poppy. Like I was a huge huge fan of Michael Mucker Romance. I still am. But that Who was that it? was the band I always wanted to be in. Um, and then when I see Poppy's live shows and stuff, I just think, God, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> um, huh. So you know, was- the dress up, the theatrics, the insane lights, and yeah, I, it, it's fun. So, the new comfort stuff is going to be Jake. What do you think? It's going to be,
2: uh, well, we just released, uh, yeah, uh, yes, and <laughs>
1: if
2: Which you have not listened to that, o- yet, to Steph, Poppy. it's definitely on
0: uh, Spotify. Oh, okay, I haven't <laughs> yeah, seen it. Yeah. No one has. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, yeah, we, have, we no, haven't have, really pushed it in the yeah. same
2: way we have the others. Uh, no,
0: no, that's okay because the home time came out with the animated video, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another, another good track to check out by Comfort, Home Time. Again, don't just search for Comfort because it's going to come up with every other band first. Mm-hmm. Comfort, Home Time or Comfort, Pass Me The Syrup. Fantastic videos, fantastic songs, and then eventually at some point you might actually be able to see us play those songs live. When we're allowed to. Yeah. And just a quick disclaimer that if you do watch the "Pass Me the Syrup" video, it is not me that is in there. Mm. Uh, even though I'm talking as if I'm in the band, I have joined the band after the fact. Mm-hmm. I'm not ginger
1: you're, or bald,
0: or I don't wear a lot of beanies.
1: You're the Dave Grohl, yeah, of the of the band, coming after the first album.
0: Well, my head just inflated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers, dudes. I'm Stefan, and this was a Sound Purchase, a podcast that does a deep dive to explore iconic recordings. Check the show notes and up-to-date top tens list and other musings at stephsquatch.com. You can engage with us on social media under the handle blog. You can support us by purchasing a Sound Purchase t-shirt, mug, stickers, tapestry by going to StephSquatch.com and clicking on the merch store. Other episodes of a Sound Purchase are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts and StephSquatch.com. If you've enjoyed the sounds during today's episode, visit your local record store to pick up a copy of I Disagree. By Poppy. This episode has been produced by Alex Shercliffe from Flying Dutchman. Support local business.
1: Can I hit stop recording now?